Let your voice be heard. You have the right to freedom of expression. SAFM, celebrating the joys of freedom. Now, Lady Muleo on SAFM. So you're on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Two dads just walked into the studio. Two dads who, you know, every time I see these guys, I obviously I've never seen them together, but every time I see them, I just they just make me, you know, all warm and fuzzy inside. Guys, thank you so much for coming back to the talk shop. Bongani Luvalo, CEO of the Cool Dad Foundation. Bongani, welcome back. Uh, good evening, Melody, and happy Freedom Day. Happy Freedom Day happy to you Tuesday, too. Actually. Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin Ratter as well from Fathers in Africa. Thanks for joining us again, Kev. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's always great to be in the studio with you. Yeah. So today we're talking sugar daddies, mm, right? <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if we've actually had had a discussion about sugar daddies and focused on what fathers really think, right? Especially organizations like yourselves that, you know, try, try to strengthen and empower the father and give them, you know, a better relationship with their kids. Um, what was your thinking when, as soon as the producer called and said, Cool Dad Foundation, come let's talk sugar daddies? Um, it was a rough week last week. Um, a colleague at work, she showed me a page about blessers. I think uh, search in Zanzi, Zanzi blesser, blesser oh. find or something like that. So I was still in, under that trauma. And a website. It's, on, it's a Facebook page. Oh. Um, so we went through it. So I think we spent about two hours, you know, um, and seeing how they were interacting. So when this email came through and the guys were calling me in the office, oh. I was like quite shocked, you know. And for me, the first thing that came to mind is how much of a taboo it has become in society for a father and a daughter to walk into a mall or in a shop and it be seen as, you know, a genuine father and daughter relationship. Yes. I think... Um, We've normalized sugar daddies, daddies yes. and, and father and daughter relationships. It's no longer there. So as in when you see a man and you see a girl child, you automatically assume that this is a sugar dad and, you know, his girlfriend, you mm. know, and for me it was quite so much pain to think that at some point in time, uh, if I was to walk with my daughter in a mall, no one was going to see the pure and honest relationship mm. that I would be having with, you know, um, with my daughter. And of course, I also had a discussion with a number of young ladies in their mid twenties, late twenties, and a number of them were saying they don't think any girl who comes from a home where there is a present and loving father would mm. actually subject themselves to a relationship with one and older men and they said remember Bongan, this thing is not just a relationship it's a transactional relationship because mm. I kept on pondering to say but you've got people who are in a relationship and there's an age difference of 10 years you know um, they're like married they're thinking, loving you, each other okay, you yes, know yes. and I was like thinking so now what then makes up this sugar daddy blesser relationship and I went back to the, the words. It's, it's a transactional relationship. Yeah. It doesn't go beyond emotions, uh, enjoying each other's company, the mm. personality, you know, tr uh, encouraging each other in your ambitions, your goals in life. But it's a question of the rents and the sense. How much can you contribute to me so that I can be, you know, able to participate in my life endeavor? Mm. So it was a little bit of a, a disturbance more than any other thing. Yeah, you know what frightens me is when we have. You know, now now we have a name for it. I mean, obviously the name was Sugar Daddy. Now it's now it's cool. Now you say the word blesser, and it's 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 fun. It's funny, and and we're 
we're becoming really comfortable with the idea of sugar daddies. Yeah. And you're a dad. If you, you you don't have a daughter, Kim. I do. I've got two daughters. You've got yeah. two daughters. And then you hear those conversations. You hear those words. Um, and you hear about young girls that, that have been approached over and over and over again. What, what do you think? Well, you know, I mean, I saw a documentary today um, just in, in preparation. And first, first of all, I was very excited that we're speaking about this topic because it is – it is becoming really, really common. Mm. And, you know, we do, as you know, a lot of work in, in informal communities. You know, the work that we do in Dipslut, um, a lot of young ladies in Dipslut have sugar daddies. Mm. And it's a reality. So, so for me, it's, I think we need to speak about these things. And like Bogani said, it's, it's definitely related to absent father situation. Mm. So, in, you know, I would hazard a guess that 90% of young women with, without fathers in the home are, are those young girls that are seeking out the relationship with sugar daddies. And sugar daddies are preying on them. You know, they're, they're predators, in my, in my view. Mm. I was watching this documentary, and the, and the guy was speaking about he just has to arrive in his smart car, and he has to drive past a university campus mm. and slow down, and the young ladies will approach him to his window and give him their cell phone numbers and then he would make a call to whoever he needs to make a call to they would enter into this relationship and it's mutually beneficial because she feels like she's kind of now in charge of her you know it's, it's almost even if she's even if she's well off she sees it as a top up mm. you know that's mm. the that's the language <coughs> they use it's a top up because now she can afford even more expensive clothes etc mm. and as soon as that relationship doesn't become mutually beneficial anymore, if he gets tired of her, his language was, well, he can, he's got another list of 20, 30, 40 girls that he can mm. phone. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's unhealthy, and he just moves on, and, and he preys on the next young lady that, um, you know, that, that is waiting to, to enter into this um, toxic relationship with yeah. him. And quite often, these are men that have daughters as well. Yep. Um, sometimes their daughters are the same age as the girls that they're picking up at those universities. They've got wives at home. And you're thinking, what is going on in your head? How does, how does the father reconcile with, with doing that? Before I even get to that point, you know, while you're still on that, Kevin, um, the Sunday newspaper, um, it had an article on a businesswoman who was quite fed up of a certain blesser. Um, you know, who's taking advantage of her daughter. But now, the the question is, you've got a mother who says, I've given my daughter the most expensive car. She goes to university. She's got pocket money. She's driving a Jeep for crying out loud. Mm. You know? Um, and I think it also goes beyond the question of money. You know, it, it has got to do with the love and the affection of a father. You know, because of the businesswoman, she's trying to do her utmost best. You mm. know, and in the article, she was saying, I'm willing to take you to court if I've got to. And the child was saying, I'm not looking for money from this man, you know, um, as it's written in that article. It's a question of the attention, the affection. Yeah. So it goes back to that point of an absent father. Um, I've, I've also had an encounter at the gym. I found one guy that I know. Um, he's quite older than me. Mm. He's, I could say he's a father, you know. And he was telling me a story of him and his friends and that at some point in time he as much as his marriage has got a daughter he ended up dating a friend mm. to the daughter and the daughter found out and they had to come to some oh. you know arrangement now i was saying to him but how would you feel if tomorrow when you park your car and your friend is actually outside waiting for your daughter mm. and he was like i'm going to kill him and i was like what don't you think the same 
feelings go through the father of the same girl child that you're taking advantage mm. of. Uh, and I think people never actually mirror the situation. You know, they only think about themselves in that time and them having the joy that in the I mean, being fulfilled at that particular time. Right. And society has quite normalized it, you know, because of we have reduced the role of a man, a role of a father, to only giving, you know, financial, you. you know, um, um, responsibilities. There's no love, there's no affection. Hence, at the end of the day, a girl child will actually go out and look for, you know, that affection. Mm. And then plus the money after that. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, just to come back to your question, the lady, about why do men do it? I think... Uh, one of the quotes that this guy gave was that there's less pre- less pressure than having to deal with a nagging wife at home. Uh, the sugar babies don't trouble you. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, and he's been married for 20 years or whatever. He's got some issues. And we, we've dealt with this before, that men, when they have, when there's conflict, men run away from that conflict. Mm. So if they're, if they're running away from the situation at home where they wife's nagging or whatever the case may be, or there's conflict between him and his wife, it's a lot easier for him to go and just have a, Consensual but sexual relationship for the young lady. It's a dangerous thing to say that um, it's it's sugar daddy's wife's fault that of he's course. doing what he's doing. Of course, he must take responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But let's go back to now um, that 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 question that you talk about. What would you do if your friend was parked outside waiting for your daughter? Because these are men, as I said earlier, a lot of them have daughters of their own. I mean, you, you're men. You've had conversations with them and said, yes, but she's, she's, she's your daughter's age. So it doesn't cross your mind that, you know, this is, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, uh, part of your responsibility as a father is to, to help your daughter to gravitate towards men that respect her mm. um, and treat her as equal and then turn away from men who are disrespectful or abusive or violent. Mm. And, and I think that this speaks exactly to that. These young girls that are seeking that kind of attention have never had that attention from their dad. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's open up the lines. We're talking sugar daddies from a father's perspective. If you're a dad, give us a call. Um, share your thoughts. 0891-104-207. Again, 0891-104-207. Or send me your SMSs to 34701. Our best conversations are the ones we have with you. Call us on 0891-104-207. Tweet at SAFM Radio or SMS 34701. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Right, it's 10 to 8 here on the talk shop on SAFM, talking sugar daddies from a father's perspective, taking your calls on 0891-104-207. So most sugar daddies are fathers themselves. So what psychologically... Um, are the factors that come into play in such relationships. So you as a dad uh, with a daughter ensuring that she does not fall prey uh, to sugar daddies. We have a triple S on the line from Freyhade. We'll hear from triple S in just a moment. Uh, if you'd like to speak to us, 0891-104-207. Triple S and Freyhade, good evening. How are you, my sister? I'm, I'm well. Thanks for calling. Uh, we, are, uh, uh, we, are, we are human beings now without humanity. We are men without manhood. We are fathers without fatherhood. That is a problem that is there. Now, just now, uh, really, most of us uh, moving around without any essence of being human beings. Mm. That is why now we pray on our, on our daughters. Some of us uh, have sex with their biological daughters, 
biological nurses, biological, so they can't even wrong with our society. So I agree that now you do something to support Elsie's daughter, which you would not uh, 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 mainly want it to be done on your own. On your own. Mm. That is why, as you know, I'm always emphasizing how people disagree with me. That there is this manless thing. Make us do this thing as opposed to being a man as in manhood. Thank you, lady. Okay, Triple uh, S, thanks for calling. So we had a discussion with Triple S last week. Um, he he wrote a book. I can't remember what it's what it's called, but he he talked about the difference between maleness and manhood. Um, so his, his his argument is that every man has the urge to do terrible things at times, and um, once you have developed your manhood, you don't do that. So he's saying right now we're a broken society. That's why we have words like blesses. We have males and no men. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I remember sitting with an with an, an elderly gentleman, and he was a, a well-known businessman and a great guy. And he mm. was talking to me about when his daughter reached puberty, and he had a pool party at his house, and the, all these young women came around to his house, and how he would look at them, um, uh, almost in a in a sexual way. And I think for a lot of men can identify with that. Because, you know, all of a sudden, you know, any young woman is beautiful to a man, irrespective mm. of your age. You can mm. be 65 years old and still admire the beauty of a young lady. It's how you deal with that mm. that describes your manhood. Mm. And I think that's really what Triple S is talking about. That, yeah. You know, we, we talk about a society of men without chests. Um, I think it was Chesterton or one of those guys that described men like that. That we, we do, we have the society where men have lost that, our manhood. We don't know how to take on responsibility for being a man mm. and we are we confronted with these issues all the time with, with temptation with um, with alcohol with other women you know with the ability to enter into a relationship with, uh, with other women mm. if you're married mm. it, it's the way that you deal with it determines your manhood I think yeah. that's very important yeah, um, policy, yeah, I'll give you an opportunity to hear from <coughs> Policy and Soweto Policy good evening good evening how are you I'm well thanks for calling I'm okay mm. I just want to make a few comments on this sure. uh, I've got a friend who is a nurse and her niece, I don't know where did she find my my numbers. She sent me a WhatsApp to say, can I meet you? Hmm. Then, <coughs> okay, so fine. I didn't know who was it. Then I found out when she was telling me that I, I'm a niece or I'm the boy's niece and, and so forth. I said, where did you get my number? I said, I stole my numbers from my sister. And I said, why did you do that? She said, no, I just wanted to see you and everything and have a chat with you. And suddenly she wanted me to take her out and everything. I said, my daughter, I just said it with my daughter. The only thing that I can talk to you about is education and what to do. Not to take you out or to do something stupid. Mm. Because as a father, I understand the fact morals and, and ethical behavior that I have to, instance, that I have to uphold, especially the Christian standards. Mm. How would I feel my daughter being dated by someone as ages, you know, my age and only to find out that they're there for sex or everything? You know, it, it's painful. I mean, as men, we have lost it. We have lost it by moving away from God. We are moving away from our, the very basic principles of the Bible. That's why I believe too much in the Bible. Okay. I believe if we can go back to the principles of the Bible, we'll oh, understand our Oh, sorry, can I just yeah. tell me, is there a father figure um, at the home of your friend? Uh, no, I, mean, I was never raised by my father. My father no, no, the, the, the girl, the, the girl, girl who was approached initiating you. the Yeah, he has a father. Hmm. Who's there? 
Uh, I don't know her, but I did ask about her, but he said he does have a father and he's there. And at times it's because it's a pressure from other young girls. They buy these expensive cell phones yeah. and suddenly they believe that in order to, for me to have this expensive cell phone, I have to open up my legs, which is not a right thing. Mm. We need to teach our children that to be very content with what they have at currently, yeah. rather than to make them to be exposed to these things and say, you know what, if you can't afford, there's another way get a blessed or any yeah it's yeah. painful it's painful it, it, it's sad look firstly congratulations I mean it's a really good thing that you did there saying to her the only thing I can talk to you about is maybe your education but I'm not going to um, meet up with you and that's, that's a really good thing to do policy thanks for calling I'll take more calls 0891 um, now and I've heard this before because we've talked sugar daddies before um, and I've heard men call in and say, but what do I do when they approach me? Let's talk about that. What is the right thing to do? You you do happen to just drive past that university and they, they come flocking. You are not there to do anything wrong. Perhaps you're picking up your daughter, whatever it may be. What do you do as a man? Before you do anything, you've got to have a conscience. Mm. Um, I think we have become a society without conscience. Um, scripturally, in the Old Testament, there's a book where God is looking for men. It says God is looking for men who stand in the gap before He releases His wrath. I think the Israelites have done something wrong. And I keep on saying to people, it's not a question of physically God could not see men, you know, in Israel. It's not that there are no men, there are no fathers in our society, my mm. lady. But we've got men who have relegated their responsibilities of being leaders, of being people who provide security, who become protectors in society. And they will tell you about their weakness. Mm. You can be, as a man, your first responsibility is to ensure that you protect society, you protect your family, you protect your wife, you protect your daughter. So if you pass UJ Bantam, you know, campus, when you drop off your daughter or you just go past because you're going to a business meeting, mm. you've got to see nothing but kids who are actually going to school. Yes. You know? Um, irrespective of how they're dressed, they could, I know, as a man, you would look at, but it has got to end there. You look and you see, and consciously, the father in you, the man in you, who's a, a lover of society, who's a protector in society, mm. has got to talk to you and say, this is a child who has got to be afforded an opportunity um, to go through school and to explore life after they've received their, you know, yeah. their degree or their diploma. Mm. Because of what happens at the end of the day, once you get into that relationship, you are actually, you know, because of, as you said earlier on, you start moving from one child to another. And I think Statistic General and even Department of Health, majority of the infections around HIV and it's happen around the life between your 17 years and your 22 year olds because of their fragile. And, women, their, yes. and it's women, it's not mm. even boy kids, you mm. know, boy children. It's a girl child who gets affect, infected by HIV and it's because of their men who see their vulnerability and take advantage mm. of that. And for me, I think it has got to go back to that question of men men having to own up, men having to have conscience and understand what is their role in society. Mm. Um, once we do that, because if you prey on society, who then is supposed to protect society? Yeah. Mm. I, listen, when we, when we come back from the news, this is what we need to discuss. The conversations that men are having with each other, and this will come up in, in discussions of you know sexual violence as well, where um, it's it said that a man will talk about how he raped a woman, and the man sitting next to him says absolutely nothing about it. So what are men supposed to be saying to each other 
when there are sugar daddies amongst us as we sit here, mm. right? So what are the conversations we need to be having with each other? I'll take more calls when we come back. The number is 0891-104-207. It's 8 o'clock. Let's get the news. Now, Lady Muleo on SAFM. Thanks, Greg. It's five minutes after eight, the second hour of the talk shop, and you're still tuned to SAFM. Uh, I'm in studio with Bongani Luvalo, CEO of the Cool Dad Foundation, and Kevin Ratta, who is from Fathers in Africa. They're one of the organizations that founded the Front Page Father. Taking your calls on the discussion we're having on sugar daddies from a father's perspective, the number 0891104207. Ramarumo's on the line from Cape Town. Ramarumo, good evening. Good evening, uh, Naledi, mm. and your guest. Mm. Yes, um, wh- what we have here is a um, symptom of a sick society, and the reason why we are sick is um, because we, we lack the identity. And um, the education system was supposed to do that, to give our kids an African identity. Because if we don't give them an, uh, an identity, they, whichever comes, whichever influence comes from the media, will will define who they are. Mm. So we are we are we are struggling with who we are, and th- this identity crisis is the one which is um, trashing our country. If you can check in all se- sectors of our society. It, we have a problem of society where we have governance issues, we have got morality issues, mm. and all this is it has got to do with the fact that people, you know, that we're picking up from everybody, and but from ourselves. Mm. And Dr. Wangari Masai once says that culture is coded wisdom. Mm. So the, in our culture, there is solutions on how to do this. Definition of a man is you're not defined by by your gender, but there's a definition which defines what a man is. A man is a producer, is a protector. A man is a, is a responsible person. Mm. So we have a society which has got too many males and too few men. Mm. Yeah, so Lama Ruma, thanks. Yeah, thanks for calling again. Just also adding the point, adding to the points that were made by Triple S earlier. Um, just just to add to what you've said, though, Ramaruma, where are the moral regeneration movements? I mean, there is a moral regeneration movement in South Africa, and in these kind of discussions, they're not having dialogues, are they? I mean, I haven't seen one where the moral regeneration movement brings religious leaders and cultural leaders to answer the point that you've made about identity, so that we are starting to turn the tide. I mean, we're we're so far gone. If we giggle about the word blesser, we've gone too far. Kinsani is in Sunning Hill. Kinsani, good evening. Kinsani, hi. Hi, and yes. good evening to your other guests in there. Mm. I don't know how far the show has gone, but I've got the last few minutes. That's all right. Uh, my, my main concern here is also the definition. I don't know whether you've already talked about that. Firstly, the, the, the word moral generation, we've had it recently being talked about. I don't know if anything has been done today. Mm. But how how can we use words like blessers? Uh, a blesser, human beings cannot bless one another, firstly, from a religious, spiritual point of view. And we actually need to call these men that are becoming so irresponsible, just curse us, because they are just putting curses mm. upon curses on our children. 
that's all I needed to say. I do not specifically do not agree with the terminology. Mm. Yeah, can somebody think? The terminology with the moral generation campaign is to stress upon. Mm. Yeah, we can say thanks for calling. Let's hear from C Point for Renakang. Uh, C Point, good evening. Hello, man, how are you? I'm well, Dada. Thanks for calling. Hi, Kyo Kese. Mama, na, according to me, I think uh, we, as especially black South Africans, we have lost touch with ourselves. We have lost touch with ourselves too much because we do things in a, I can say, the, the Western way too much. We end up forgetting who, who we are. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks for calling, Sipo. Yeah, that's a lot to respond to, but I think let's go back to the point that we were making before we, we, we got into the news, and then we'll respond to some of the points that were made by the listeners. Um, what men say to each other? I don't think generally society we are a society that you know aspires to build each other um we just take life in a very casual note mm. um so it's even worse when you just go to get down to men discussing real issues that affect society mm. uh, even worse having to go down to our own behavior and correct each other um i think i've got a social club of 17 men we meet in each and every first saturday as much as we try and build each other but at times we tend to be quite relaxed, mm. you know, um, on the question of morality. <clears throat> I remember at some point we were talking about politics, you know, um, and somebody was accusing one party over another, and the other one was in another party. And I said, but you work for this institution, and mm. at some point you offered to assist me, you know, to get rid of a trouble. And that was hey? an irresponsible way mm. of tr- trying to assist me, you know. Um, and I'm saying... That's how society now you know operates. We are quite casual on things. Um, let's go back to the closer nation. I'm closer. There's that passage to manhood. You know, um, when you go through circumcision, nobody talks about the real you know values and you know um, what what makes up a man in society. You know, you go back to the Eastern Cape today. You find an 18 year old boy who has you know gone through you know circumcision, and they claim to be boys. There's alcohol, there's men, men, Mm. sorry, they claim to be men, you know, there's alcohol, it's all about alcohol, the number of girls you can, you know, Mm. um, have in your own space, while there's not even a sense of, you know, trying to work and feed your own family, those kind of responsibilities are the last issues that society wants to talk about, that's the last issues we want to talk about as men, I don't think we're doing enough to talk to each other about what happens um, that seems or seeks to destroy society mm. but we seem to be willing participants you know of ensuring that um, we just operate the way we find comfort mm. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Jackson Katz is a, a gender activist in the States he talks a lot about men as bystanders and the way that hmm. we we discuss women around a barbecue or Brian, South Africa, or in the taverns, or wherever we may be sitting as a group mm. of men. We we objectify women in the language that we use often, and we don't we don't actually um, we don't actually confront each other with the, with that language that we're using. Mm. If we don't stop using that kind of language. We're always going to see women as sexual objects. Um, when I went to a water polo match, when my young daughters walked in with me, one of the fathers stood up and said, "Look what just walked in." Huh. Now really? the word the word what is, what? is an object, yes. and I, and I I should have got up 
and said I, I was upset and my daughters at the time couldn't understand why, how, how upset I was because of the language that was used mm. but that father should have been you know he was a father with a whole lot of boys he's passing on the way that he talks about women to those young yeah, boys that are looking up to him his role as a mentor in that, in that mm. environment mm. He, he failed them you know, and he's failing society. He's failing our young girls. He's failing our women in South Africa. Mm. And I think that's very, very important. So the point that you make, I think men have to start standing up to each other in the language that we use wherever yes. we may be. Mm. And, I mean, we probably just as much to blame. And I think we need to actually start we changing. We are, not changing even probably. We yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah, so, so men themselves need to start. What is it that makes it difficult to say it, though? Thinking that you might be unpopular. Um, you want to stand the higher moral ground um, but also because of society has normalized it I think even gender based organizations um, I'm sorry let's throw the NC Women's League into this thing mm-hmm. um, uh, what are they saying about you know the abuse of women when do we start reacting um, do we have to do you know the reaction do they have to be an, on ad hoc basis mm. You know, um, when it suits us, we stand up. When it doesn't suit us, we don't. You know, you have had so many, you know, cases of men abusing women in that political organization. But when do you see, you, we had a girl in Yeovil who was actually shambogged by the boyfriend coming from the National uh, Conference of the Youth League. Where are the young women in the ANC Youth League? Mm. who are leading in this province, in these regions, you know, to say we can't see you as a fellow comrade, but while you are actually trampling on the struggle, you know, for gender emancipation within this organization, never mind in society, you know. So I think we all have got roles to play. Both First, as men, we need to talk to each other. We need to correct our behavior. Mm. Actually, we need to cast the actions that we, 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 we seem to be displaying in society. But second of all, women also have got to start standing together and they've got to fight this cause together yeah well i I need to look at some of the sms's that have come in um right what is an acceptable age difference between a man and a woman according to your guests it doesn't really bother me when an older man gets romantically involved with a younger woman provided they truly love each other that's makadi from rustenburg um i don't know if we need to respond to this one because you touched on it earlier bangani saying that in sugar daddy relationships it isn't about how they feel about each other. It's a transactional relationship. Um, We've seen relationships where there's a really big age gap before, and it's never been an issue, so long as there's a mutual love relationship that's happening there. But but just, I think, intergenerational sex is is 10 years. Mm. But, so obviously there's a lot around, but if 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 you want a definition of what intergenerational sex is, it's 10 years and more, Mm. just just for the the record. Okay, and then another one. These things nowadays, or I don't know if that, these things nowadays become a matter of choice and your rights, like gays, lesbians, and prostitution that is going to be decriminalized. So life is fast and immoral. William Stillfontein. William, it's dangerous to say um, homosexuality is immoral. It's not immoral, not according to our constitution. Um, let's see, uh, any, any other ones here? Um, Dresses do give a come on message. I see how men react every day. That one, that one is from Ntuli. So Ntuli saying the way that women dress um, also is an no issue. No excuse, guys. Absolutely yeah. no excuse. A woman can parade naked in front of you. If she says no, the answer is no. It's actually utter nonsense. That's mm. what we should say. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, let's let's leave it there. I mean, there's there's a man who's listening right now and says, "All right, so I accept what you guys have said. We all need to speak up a little bit more." Um, what should I say next time my friend is sitting next to me and says, 
hey, I drove past UJ yesterday, and hey, there was this pretty young thing. Mm. <laughs> what do you say? Bongani. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, he, he, he's got to indicate that that is not your area of you know socializing. If you want to socialize, you've got to find yourself in different spaces. Those are kids who deserve an opportunity to grow. Mm. It's their time to acquire education, and you know, in a. But you're not going to say it like that. Uh, on a normal circumstances. Let's, let's do it like this. It's okay. Kevin who's just said it, right? You speak to Kevin. No, but Kevin, first and foremost, you are old. One, <laughs> two, it's not your area of socialization. We have got. It's time that we allow kids to be kids and allow them to socialize with their own age groups and acquire education so that they become better human beings in society. Mm. You having to look at them in that sense, you're actually, you know, hampering on their opportunity to grow. But I'm still handsome, right? They're attracted to me. What can <laughs> and I do? And they should that? be a 34-year-old somebody in some pub who they actually appreciate you. <laughs> you guys should get, a, should get roles on Generations. That was great. Guys, thank you so much. It's always such a pleasure. Websites, quickly. Um, fathers.co.za Okay, and, and what do we get in touch with Fathers in Africa for? Um, any any gender-related matters. So construction of masculinity for us is very important, and these are some of the things that we, we need to, to start speaking about. Mm. Um, for young people, I think accountability groups are very important. I just wanted to throw that in. So and, and men amongst each other, accountability. If you can start the conversation by saying we need to be accountable to each other, so I don't like the language you're using, yes. that's that's a way to start off. So, mm. But yeah, any gender-related stuff, um, fatherhood matters, um, um, you know, and... and Community interests. Um, yeah, we, we're very involved in communities across Johannesburg right. and the rest of South Africa. Yeah, so. That's fathers.co.za. Yeah. And the Cool Dad Foundation? Cool Dad's Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, I'm a Cool Dad. Um, actually, we're launching a Big Brother mentorship program. We're selling um, Kelvin. We're having 80 boys that are going to mentor for the next coming three years. Nice. Talking to life skills, masculinity, you know, awesome. goals, ambitions, mm. you know. Um, but generally, men who want to be fathers in their children's lives and they are not given that opportunity can get in touch with us. We want to assist as many men as possible who want to be part of their kids' lives on an everyday life. Mm. Mm. Guys, thank you so much for, for speaking to us. It's always such a pleasure and I, I can't wait to chat to you guys again. Thanks. Thank you very much. Enjoy Thank what's you. left of your Freedom Day. All right. Uh, so you're still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.